Welcome to the Family Biz Show. According to Family Enterprise USA, family businesses in the U.S. account for over 64% of GDP and employ 62% of the workforce. In other words, they are the backbone of our economy. But success doesn't come easy. Only 13% are operating in the third generation. The Family Biz Show is here to help. Listen in weekly to hear stories from other family businesses and industry thought leaders so that you and your family not only survive, but thrive. Welcome, everybody, to the Family Biz Show. My name is Michael Columbus, and I am your host today from Family Wealth and Legacy in Rochester, New York. And today we're going to be talking about who, not how, for the family enterprise, family business. Um, and this conversation is coming after reading the book Who, Not How by Dan Sullivan with Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Uh, and the tagline of that book is, the formula to achieve bigger goals through accelerating teamwork. And, you know, the, the first thing that I just wanted to point out is that um, it, in the book, Benjamin Hardy states, you know, right away, I read, I listened to the audible um, that Dan Sullivan didn't write the book. Ben Hardy wrote the book and it's a Dan Sullivan concept. And if you don't know Dan Sullivan, um, he's with strategic coach. Um, they have offices throughout uh, the country and around the world. Um, and strategic coach has, um, coached more entrepreneurs probably than, uh, than most other organizations. They've done a great job. I spend a lot of time with strategic coach through the years and I had heard of this concept from Dan, but really, um, it was great to read the book and dig into it. So, and, and be reminded of why it was so important. So that, you know, the first piece that jumped out for me was, are you asking the right question whenever you're starting a new endeavor? How often do we default to, okay, well, how do I do this? Or, you know, I can handle this. I've got the time to do it. Uh, the real question I think we need to be asking ourselves every time we're thinking of a new endeavor or we have a issue in front of us or a problem in front of us is not how do I fix this? How do I approach this problem? But who can do this for me? And my favorite uh, example of this lately is, you know, we had uh, the, the, a toilet break and uh, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't severe. It was uh, the mechanism in the tank. And of course, you know, it was a Saturday, you know, afternoon when I realized that it had happened. I happened to have some time. And I told my wife, I'm just going to make a quick run to Home Depot. I'll swap the part out and um, everything will be just fine. Unfortunately, it was about three. It might have even been four trips back and forth to Home Depot because what I thought was simple was a lot more complex. What I thought, you know, I could do, I, I, did, a, I did finally accomplish it, but it was easily four hours out of my time um, that day when I could have been spending the time with my wife. 
Uh, I could have been doing something else, you know, um, around the house. I could have been working on my business if my wife was was busy. And or I could have scheduled a, a date with one of my kids. And I, I didn't. And so, you know, I, I asked my wife when that was done to remind me before I start, you know, picking up the phone book or going through the, there is no phone book, going through the internet and figuring out how to accomplish something or watching a YouTube video, just to remind me, you know, what, you know, what your hourly rate is, what is your time worth? And, you know, that I should be figuring out who can do this rather than how I should be doing things. At the end of the day, it really comes back to why should we be spending our precious time on things that aren't in your top three life priorities. And, and that was another concept that, uh, that was really important that I, I, I pulled from the book is that, you know, think about what are your number one priorities and what are the things that you're really good at? What are your unique abilities and stay focused inside of there? They talked about, you know, it being one of the fastest ways to expand your capability and your efficacy. And they went into detail about how, you know, when we ask that question of who, now all of a sudden when we add a who to our team, um, a who to our capabilities, we get their capabilities along with it. And so that in, in, in my world, you know, that came full circle when, you know, it, it was this fall, um, fall of 2020, I asked one of my team members who's really good at utilizing and manipulating Excel spreadsheets, Microsoft Excel. And I asked her to do some business analysis on our book of business. Um, and, you know, that hadn't been done ever. Um, you know, I thought I had a pretty good idea of, you know, where our revenues came from and the, the based on the families that we served. Um, what was shocking is that the top 20 families, and mind you, we probably have over 100 families that, you know, that we serve. Um, it's probably more than that, but 20 families accounted for 80% of the revenue. And that was a huge eye opener to us. And that really helped us to position ourselves for 2021. Um, we, you know, we realized that, um, you know, aligning the, you know, all of our top five clients are basically in very similar, in, you know, um, uh, industries. And, you know, so we really started to understand uh, that niche that we were playing in and how, how much uh, better served we would be by focusing in that niche. And, and what, you know, the, the point again is to go back and say, if I had tried to do an Excel spreadsheet, or if I had tried to take the time to add this all up, what took hope a couple of hours would have taken me a month. And, you know, there's always a faster, better way to expand your capabilities. And it's typically, you know, one of your team members, and sometimes it may be adding a new team member or adding a independent consultant, um, independent contractor to help you to think through those pieces. 
another point inside of the book that they talked about was that, you know, the, your team is a team. Uh, staff is an infection. Uh, you know, and oftentimes, you know, we, we talk about the staff behind us. Well, at the end of the day, every single person that's, you know, part of your company, part of our company is a team member. And when, you know, the, when one person on the team isn't bringing what they need to to the table, um, it makes a big giant impact. So, you know, we want to be thinking of everybody as team members. We want to be thinking them of them as investments and not cost to our business. Uh, how often do, you know, we look at the P&L and, and, you know, often look at the, the cost of, um, you know, uh, our employment and the people that we employ. Um, what Dan Sullivan and Ben were talking about inside of there is just to really, you need to be looking at that as an investment and in that, you know, what's happening to the bottom line could not happen with all, without all of those who's. Uh, they also talk about, you know, getting the right who's, you know, in your life will free up your time. Recently, you know, my wife and I, you know, have been uh, working very hard to, you know, make some changes around the house. We've now been um, working from the house, uh, what, for a year now? And I've been here the whole entire time. My wife uh, is a teacher, so she works in a hybrid solution at school. So she's one day a week, she's here and, you know, four days a week, she's, you know, at school with different sets of kids each days. When we're both home, uh, you know, we need to make sure that our offices are far enough apart because we're, both of our voices tend to carry. And it's just not always, you know, uh, a, a great situation. Um, but one of the things that, you know, we found is, you know, our, our children, left the house, you know, they're now the, the youngest are juniors in college and it's time for us to, you know, start making some upgrades, but we're so busy with our lives uh, that it's, you know, even making the phone calls and figuring out who to start, you know, those conversations with um, were difficult for us. So, you know, we had in January, said that we were gonna make some changes to our environment and make some upgrades. And we wanna put a sitting room in, in the house and just kind of a, a place to, for reading and you know, slow down a little bit. And here we are in March and that still hasn't happened. So you know, after reading the book, one of the things that happened for me was you know, to go back to that who, not how. And uh, I happen to have, um, uh, a gentleman, um, Ralph, uh, is in my life, and his the name of his business is um, Surrogate Son, and Ralph Ercolano, and Ralph does a great job of helping my some of my clients um, as you know as they age, they're not always capable of keeping up on top of things like you know changing light bulbs, something as simple as that. If they especially if they don't have kids in you know. Uh, in their area, it's, it's hard to get those things done. Sometimes it's just something as simple as, you know, hiring a cleaning person uh, or, you know, getting themselves to the back and forth to the doctor. And, and as complicated as, you know, they got turned down on a long-term care claim and they needed somebody fantastic, fantastic to help them 
um, and guide them through that process so that they that claim would be accepted. And that's the kind of stuff that Ralph had done amongst other things like, you know, when homes needed to be updated or repaired. Um, those are things that typically would go by the wayside as we age and you might not see them as easily. And so when I had a client in that arena, I would bring Ralph in. So my wife and I sat with Ralph and that was really helpful because he just, you know, took all the things that we were thinking about and, um, started to figure out, you know, the who that we need, the who's that we need to be able to get that done. And now, you know, we've given that problem to Ralph and he's kind of acting like our general contractor or our project manager to, you know, help us take the, the projects that we want to get done to another level, which frees up some of our time. Um, just a, a really great way of doing and thinking about things again is who, not how. And I started to think about all of the who's that we deal with, you know, that are may not be team members on our team right here in the Rochester office, um, but we utilize them on a pretty regular basis and really need to be, you know, um, talking with them more often. And that was a really great exercise. You know, it's who, is out there that maybe we're not spending enough time with. We're not, we're not having those conversations. We're not reviewing what's going on um, within our business or our personal life for that matter, um, because we're not asking ourselves, you know, who is influential in my life? Who is, you know, someone that can help me with some of the hows that uh, are in front of me at the at any given time. Um, it's funny when you you really start to think about how the education system, you know, that we all, at least in the, in the US and, and Canada uh, and, and most across the world, you know, the, the education system does one thing where it, it wrongly conditions us to not think about the who. And, and what they're, you know, that idea is that we, we're not allowed to collaborate typically to take a test. You know, it, it's cheating. <laughs> if you ask for help on your test. It's, you know, we're supposed to learn all of those things. So, you know, starting in kindergarten, when they, when we start to go through these things all the way through college, you know, we're looking to, you know, solve all of these problems on our own. So we have years, you know, 16 years of being conditioned um, as to, you know, doing these things on our own. And so maybe, you know, for, those of us that are running family businesses and have kids or grandkids, we want to, you know, talk about um, maybe a little bit of a, a qualifier and let them know that, you know, right now, as you're going through this stage of life, it is all on you and you do need to figure out how. But one of the most important questions that you're going to learn as an entrepreneur is that you want to focus in on the who and making sure that you're surrounded with the right people and that they're in the right seats. And that will help you to grow the business and run the business much more effectively. Uh, a couple of you know, other examples is again, going through our, our business and that's, you know, we, we serve family businesses um, mostly in the construction industry, but not all. Um, and, you know, there are, some advisors across the country that 
you know, have some specialties that we don't have. And when we are, you know, faced with one of those, um, you know, opportunities, rather than saying, you know, we don't do that, we just bring that other advisor in and we partner with them and let them take care of the how. Um, we just know that they're one of our who's and, you know, and as we're doing things. Um, for some of our clients, you know, one of the things through the last five years, we had a situation where um, they were, you know, they, they focused on the family doing all of the important jobs. And, and that was just the, something that their father had instilled in them was that, you know, the family, it was the family's job to bring all of these, you know, important things across the finish line. And when we started to really understand what was happening for that, for them, what they started to realize is that, you know, even though they were a family first business, um, they were not focusing on the needs of the business. They were just focusing on the needs of the family. So there's a, this balancing act that needs to happen when we talk about, you know, the egos within the family and the needs within for different family members and the skill sets of different family members and making sure that we're having those conversations that, you know, allow each individual to flourish and bring their best to the game. Um, and that's really at the end of the day, what's most important for the business is how do we get the right people in the right seats doing the right things? That's a, a Jim Collins, you know, talk, you know, talk track. So it, it's important to really stay focused on this who, not how conversation, especially as the, the leadership of the family. Um, so, you, you know, thinking about that, um, you might want to share some examples with kids or grandkids of times when, you know, you made a mistake by asking that question of who instead or how instead of who, um, you know, for me, it's the toilet. Um, there's, you know, my, my wife, uh, we can talk about um, a story of her painting. Um, one of the bedrooms, she tackled that one and uh, uh, ended up uh, spilling a gallon of paint all over the floor because we just it wasn't our expertise. It wasn't her expertise. And um, it, again, cost us more time, more money than had we paid somebody to do that. Um, but these are just the things that, that happen. And I think oftentimes, you know, when we share a story of a failure, um, it probably sinks in you know, more than the successes. Um, but share them both. Share, you know, the who's in your life that really have impacted the family have it really impacted the business and and brought a lot of value to that situation people that have you know um freed up time and you know impacted you in a positive manner so what are some of the other ways and you know how can we have more time more money and better relationship maybe even a greater sense of purpose by making this simple paradigm shift of asking who before you ask how. Um, some of those things, you know, that I would say is, you know, really focus in 
And what we learned from the book is getting clear on your vision of the future. Remember what I said in the beginning, what are your top three priorities? You know, what do they always say when, you know, somebody's on um, their deathbed, very rarely are they ever worried or disappointed that they didn't spend more time on their business. Typically it comes back to, they wish they had spent more time with their family and their friends. Um, they wish they had even allowed themselves maybe some more free time to just enjoy the, you know, the recreation and the enjoyable things of their life. Um, very rarely were they, you know, do people come back and say, geez, I'm really, you know, focused on um, my business, you know, when they're on their deathbed, or, you know, I, I wish that I had done more in terms of my business. And it's not that it doesn't happen, you know, I love what I do and I do spend an awful lot of time doing it, but in, you know, recent years, um, you know, especially going through COVID, we started to realize that we're not spending enough time on vacation. We're not spending enough time cultivating some of the family relationships that need cultivating. And we wanna make sure that, you know, we can always sit down at the holiday, you know, dinner table together. And um, for our family, we, you know, have done Columbus Family Vacation, we call it PFV for 20 years now. And, you know, we want to continue PFV, or at least, you know, I know my wife and I want to, but we need to have those discussions. And that means we're going to need more time. Um, and if we need more time, then we go back to the who can help us to get that time back um, uh, and not the how. You know, another great line that was inside of who, not how was, um, you know, you will make more money when you find who's to complete your house. And again, just a real simple con concept, but it's, you know, if you think about where you're at, today in terms of your, you know, what do you bill per hour if you had to define that? I think many entrepreneurs are probably close to minimum wage because of how many hours we're actually putting in. But, you know, based on the level of success that you're, that you're at, um, and, and re regardless of the level of success, there's always someone that could be your who to help you complete the house and free up time which you know, allows you then to focus on the vision of your business and your life so that you can make more money. Um, another you know, really important concept that was inside of here was um, if you have enough money to solve a problem, then realistically you don't have a problem. I thought that was such a great way of looking you know, at it. You don't you don't have a problem as long as you have the money to take care of it. So again, it's this, it comes full circle where it's so important to focus in on the who, not the how. So again, whatever the task at hand is, there's always someone who loves doing it and can be a genius in that area, even though you may not be. And you don't, you know, we do not have to be good at everything. Very few people, um, you know, it, Practically no one can be, you know, good at everything. There's, we're juggling a lot. Um, the skill sets are just different. And then it's finding those people that are fabulous in the areas where you're not so that you can um, leverage those things, both for your time, 
money and relationships. And it's important that you stay focused on those things. Um, one of the you know things that I recently picked up from a, another training that I was doing is on a, on a weekly basis, ensure that you're writing down what your top three priorities in life are, and then look at your calendar each week and say, how much of what you're doing is focused on the things that truly matter to you? I thought that was such a great exercise and uh, we're starting to, to put those things up in, and, and bring those skills, you know, that, that exercise into our habits. Um, you know, why is this skill so essential for family business leaders? And, you know, how can you get started? Uh, real quickly, I mean, it's just, you know, one of the things is just avoiding the wrong who's. And that's probably, you know, a skill set that is very important. It's, you know, sometimes we may look at someone who sounds and looks attractive, but their vision of the future and yours are not aligned. And that's probably, you know, more often than not a recipe for disaster. Um, so it's, you know, when you're, when you're picking the who's, make sure that you're really aligned with, you know, how you plan to get this done. Um, and let me rephrase that. It's not how you plan to get it done, but what does it look like when it's done? And uh, Dan and um, Benjamin Hardy talked about a tool that uh, was available through Strategic Coach called the Impact Filter. And that impact filter is all about what does this look like um, when this job is complete? What is the impact that this is going to have on me and my life and the business? Um, so that, you know, when you hand that task off to your who, they don't, you don't have to ask them how they're going to get it done. They just know what it looks like when it is done. How they get it there doesn't really matter. So that's, you know, that's really good delegation. And we've, you know, we all have heard you know, the, the most, some of the most successful people out there have become great delegators. Well, utilizing a tool like the impact filter may be something that can really help you to take that to the, to the next level. Um, Jim Collins and his book, you know, Good to Great talks about um, getting the right people in the right seats and doing the right things. And that skill is, is not always a, you know, an easy one. Um, that you know goes back to working with your team to say what are the right seats? Are we missing anything? Do we have too many people in the same seat? Do we have too many people? Do we have seats that are empty? You know what has to happen? What is what is this the what does the org chart have to look like in order for us to be successful in the next three to five years? And then working backwards to say what are the skill sets that are needed? What are the what what, you know, what the who's that are going into those seats, what do they have to be doing? And should they, you know, be occupied by a family member or a non-family member? Does it matter? Should we just get the right, the, the right best person in that right seat? And then finally, it's doing the right thing. So that's when we're, when we have the right people and we've identified the right seats, and then we need to make sure that we understand and everybody's aligned on doing the right things. So just to go back to Jim Collins and take a peek at that, um, it, it's essential that when we're, you know, focused on the who's within our business, the who's that are helping us in other areas of our lives that, you know, we've got those right people. Uh, 
The other, the way, if it's, if it's somebody that needs to be hired, I go back to Brad Smart and, you know, his concept and his book of uh, top grading is a great way to help you to identify who's that are going to be working for you internally. Um, for me, you know, one of the things that, you know, we did is, you know, I'm a big fan of coaching. So you know, yes, we coach a lot of family owned businesses. Um, but I have three coaches of my own. Um, one on the, the, the business and personal together. Uh, we have a marketing coach and we have a, a sales coach. We uh, decided that we wanted to take those skills up to another level. We hadn't done it in quite some time. And, you know, that was, you know, what we did is we just brought those, some specialists in those arenas after asking around and looking for who the right who was. Um, I'm also uh, part of three different roundtable groups uh, in different areas of expertise. You know, I have a roundtable group in our, you know, our growth coaching part of our business. I have a roundtable group in our business exit strategy group and our wealth management group. And then I'm part of a, a, a Vistage um, group. And that's just so that I'm, you know, hanging out and talking with CEOs from different industries so that I can bring, you know, some different thoughts in, um, in terms of, you know, what other people are doing. We highly, highly recommend, you know, utilizing coaching programs and finding the right who that can sit alongside you and ask you the right questions. You typically, you know, inside of each of us, we have the right questions or the right answers rather. It's just, we need somebody to pull out and ask us the right questions so that we can get to the right answer. So who are the who's for family businesses that want more time? Um, you know, who are the right, who are the right who's in your life? We know that we are the right who's for a lot of them because we provide a fresh look at their business and we bring those new questions and we help them to take their business to the next level. Um, we also manage their succession planning, you know, their, their financial plan. Oftentimes, you know, yeah, I, I just, I laugh about it. And I, as we think about these things that we, you know, if we think that we need to be good at everything, um, when I had, uh, you know, a broken leg, that would be like me trying to set my leg myself. And I just couldn't even imagine that any of us would be thinking about, um, you know, taking, managing our own health, whether it was, you know, heart issues or stroke or a broken bone. We just, we wouldn't think about managing that aspect of our life ourselves. And when we start working in um, whatever area that you're in, I mean, could you imagine if your customers tried to do those things on their own? Um, you wouldn't see me trying to build my house on my own or to build an office building. Um, without a, a general contractor, some architects and, you know, all the labor that goes with that stuff. There, I would need an awful lot of who's to really make that um, come to, you know, come to fruition. So, you know, think about those things as you're, you know, asking yourself who, not how. Remember, your business is likely a who for someone else. Um, and, and think about that, that might, you know, as you're thinking about your marketing, as you're thinking about, um, you know, the things that you provide for others, uh, don't hesitate to think about how they look at you as their who. And then in this day and age, in the digital world, you may have another who 
in another state. You may have a who in another country. And whether that be a virtual assistant, a graphic designer, salespeople, um, you know, it, it's pretty much endless in this day and age. And you know, now in this world of Zoom and, and being able to reach out and see somebody wherever they are, it really makes all of those things so much easier. Um, so take the time uh, and don't feel that you have to figure this all out on your own. Think about who the who's are, you know, in the areas that are important to you. So write down those top three priorities, the things that are most important to you in your life. And then inside of each of those areas, you know, whether it be the business, your personal life, the family life, um, your spiritual life, your health, you know, figure out what are the steps, what are the things that you're going to need to, and who are the who's that are going to help you figure out how to get those things done for you. So find your who's to help you with your how's. I want to say thank you to everybody and uh, appreciate you spending time with me on another The Family Biz Show episode. Um, I am your host again, Michael Columbus. We're in Rochester, New York. Family Wealth and Legacy is the name of our company. If we can help you um, in any way, if we can be a who in some of the areas that we specialize in, um, feel free to reach out and talk about a conversation of you know, what that would look like. Have a great day, everybody. And uh, we look forward to bringing you uh, another great episode very shortly. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to The Family Biz Show. We appreciate your time and trust to deliver the best guests and most cutting edge information to help you maximize your family business. Being part of a family is tough. Add a business to that and it gets even tougher. Tune in next week as we strive to ease your journey with The Family Biz Show. The content presented is for informational and educational purposes. The information covered and posted are views and opinions of the guests and not necessarily those of Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation. Michael Columbus is a registered representative of Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation, a broker dealer, member SIPC, and registered investment advisor. Insurance offered through Lincoln Financial Affiliates and other fine companies. Family Wealth and Legacy LLC is not an affiliate of Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation. Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation and its representatives do not provide legal or tax advice. You may want to consult a legal or tax advisor regarding any legal or tax information as it relates to your personal circumstances.